It's the boy, Bubba, let's come in through. Ella, clutch, flawless, can't be touched. It's your boy, Bubba, let's. Yeah, I need that hot take. I need the truth and everything that is not fake. So tell me who's the GOAT, I'll tell you who's not great. And which team always make you go right away. Yeah, hold on, tell me who's your top five quarterbacks right now welcome back bubble bunch to another edition of the bubble sports podcast it is your host bubble joined by kevin once again it's been a minute but quite quite a minute yeah you know it's it's kind of hard with the off season um yeah because we just don't have a lot to talk about we've been seeing the news come out and um we let it kind of sit for a little bit see how uh how it feels after a while but then yeah. there's also not a lot of it, so we can't really have a discussion like every other day, like we have like during the season. But it's coming up very soon, uh, like training yeah. camp starting next week. Really, I mean, if you think about it, the actual regular season is less than two months away, so yeah. so should be good. Yeah. Um, so all we have now for, I guess, to keep us busy is to to look at list, get angry about it, and make As our we own. All do. Because you know all the lists are wrong. Yeah, they're but all wrong. When you come here to this podcast, they're completely one hundred percent accurate and perfect. If you think they're wrong, well, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. So exactly. what we have in store for you is we're going to talk about our top ten quarterbacks as of right now. Oh um, man. And oh man. You know, it's a little hard going into the uh, the bottom of the top ten. I think the top five is easy for me. Um, but before we do that, crack my voice again, like I just mentioned, um, mm. we got to do Weddle, man. Man, listen, we have to hit the easy and the hard. You already know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I had to take a I, sip. Okay. So the easy, I, I always start the easy, right? And then you hit the Michael Parsons for hard? Yes. Okay. All right. So for easy. I like to hit Michael Parsons hard. And then he'll probably send you to the hospital. He so, will kill me. He will kill me. Yeah. So so for the easy one, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. What's the first thing that comes to mind? You know what? Put Ryan Tannehill. How about that? Oh, that's a good shout. I don't think they've ever done Ryan Tannehill. Ryan right. Tannehill. Okay, so he is in the AFC, but not the okay. South. Okay. Uh, he is not a quarterback. He is under six two. Okay. He is under thirty one. Under and, 31. Yeah, we don't really have much to work with here, but if we're talking about 6-2, um, and it's not, well, 6-1, six, 6 foot's probably what we're working with here, um, yeah. I would say a running back. Okay, so then in that case, uh, let's... AFC, huh? You said under 6 feet? <clears throat> uh, he's under 6-2, that's all we know. How about... How about Nick Chubb? Uh, or who are you thinking? Who are you thinking? I was thinking Ramondre Stevenson. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. Okay. I have a feeling that it's Ramondre okay, Stevenson. Why not? Why not? Oh, yeah, I got really excited. Uh, it's not the <laughs> it's not the East, but it is a running back. He is twenty four years old, so he's very young. Oh, so he's young, and okay. he is he is six one. He is six one. Six one. Okay, got... So it's not so it's not the east, not the south. So north or west. A young running back in the north or west. I think we can mm. definitely get it on this try. Is it? Ooh, actually, I don't know how tall he is, but is it Najee? Najee. 
he is six one. What's his number? Like twelve or something? Twenty two. Twenty two. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so okay. All right, it is in the twenties to maybe thirties. So. Oh. Maybe Najee or who you think? Because he did stay in college for a few years, so he could he be did. in the mid twenties. He could. I like the Najee. Najee. Let's go. There you go. Very Najee well man. done, sir. Three tries? Easy. Yeah, easy. All right. Easy. Now we move on to hard mode. Hard. Micah right. Parsons. Today's the day. It is the day. It's not the day. Oh, my God. Uh, we have nothing. Uh, so Nothing he's, to work off? Okay. Not really. Uh, AFC guy. AFC guy? Offense. Okay. He's going to be 6'1 or 6'2. Okay. Okay. He's, he's um, older than 25. Oh, and his number okay. is above thirteen. Okay, well, okay, that's not very helpful. Uh, okay. Go wide receiver again. Okay, then we could put. Not again, but. AFC yeah. wide receiver. Wait, wait, wait! AFC the numbers above thirteen. He's above twenty-five. Yeah. And this is all active, right? Like very updated. Yes. But Devonte, why not? See what comes up. Not a wide receiver. Oh. Not in okay. the West. He okay. is six one. His number is eighteen or nineteen. And he's above thirty one. So he's an older running back. Older running back, eighteen Why or nineteen? No, that doesn't make sense. But he's an offensive player. Offensive player, the number's eighteen or nineteen. He's a veteran. Or 19, 6'1. or 19? It could be a quarterback, but what quarterback's 18? It's got to be 18. There's no 19s. 18 in the AFC. Is it Jacoby Brissett? No. Jacoby is not. He's not 18. Oh. He's not 18. He's not. I don't think he's in his 30s either. Um. Uh. Wow. This is. Watch it be like. This is a hard one. Watch it be Cody Kessler or something like that. Oh, my God. Um, wait, wait. Okay, so 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 it's not a running back and it's not a receiver. Well, we don't know if it's a running back or not. We definitely oh, okay, know right. it's not a wide receiver, but okay, it's it's just weird because the running back's number is eighteen or nineteen. If it I'm is try, a running back, I'm trying to think of like somebody with a number eighteen or nineteen in the AFC, and I I, I can't. It's, it's probably a backup. Listen, I'm just gonna go Brissett. Okay, I guess it is a quarterback. It is a quarterback. Yeah. Okay, his number was seven. My bad. Okay. Um, he's 29, actually. I thought he was younger. Uh, so it is a quarterback, but not in the north or west. So south or east. So um, AFC South or AFC East. And his number, his number is 18 or 19. 19. Wow. It's got to be a backup. East, east or south? Okay. Who's in the east? Patriots. Their backup is. So it's Mac Jones, and then it's um. Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Yes. Yeah, but Brian Hoyer's like two or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's Brian Hoyer. Okay, so with the Dolphins, it's Tua. And who's the backup now? Oh, shit. I don't know. Do they have a backup? I, I'm assuming they do. Like a genuine backup? Uh, okay, skip that one for now. The Jets, It's it. Is it still Flacco? It's, it's Flacco and uh, Dog Wilson. Oh, you got uh, that dog in him. 
got that dog in him. So it's not that. And then the Bills, it's Allen. Who's Allen's backup? Is it? It's not Trubisky anymore. The the MVP, you mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Nickelodeon uh, star. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh my god, I don't know. Oh, okay, South. Okay, so. Uh, Matt Ryan. What number? Two. Sam Ellinger. Oh, who's who's number two? Um, it's. Sam Ellinger and then Jacob Eason. He's not. Oh no, they're they're too young. They're too young. They're too young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, then we go to what's the next team? So Texans, Mills, and then wait, Tyrod. Wait, what? Wait, what numbers? Davis Mills. Well, he's not thirty-one. <laughs> oh, that, that's right. That's yeah. right. I think I think he's like three or something. Okay, it's that's a Tyrod, single digit. Tyrod uh, Taylor's only five though. Yeah, he's all he's always five. Yeah. Uh, okay, then go to Jacksonville. Who's Trevor. behind Trevor? Who's behind oh, isn't Trevor? It, isn't it that guy? Uh, he like he had one game like last season where like he absolutely popped off, and then he was never seen again. Something like starts with an, his last name starts with an L. Luton. Jake. L- Jake Luton. Jake. Jake Luton. Is that? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, but he's young too. He's young. Is he? Oh my god, he is young. You're right. Okay, then the last team is Tennessee. Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill, seventeen, but I mean, about eighteen or nineteen. Who? Who? Who's the Who's the backup for Ryan? Who is the backup for Ryan? Dude, I I don't. It's know. probably Derrick Henry. Yeah. Let's just give the ball I, to Derrick. Dude, I really don't know. Oh. I have zero idea. Okay, let's, let's process of elimination here. Uh, let's let's focus on the East here. And okay, so, okay, so, so it's not the Patriots. It's not the Patriots for sure. Can be the Patriots. It. I mean, I don't know. I don't know Miami. It's it's not the Jets. We know that. I don't know Buffalo anymore. Uh, this is just a, a weird one because I don't know where he went. But Jared Stidham, I'm gonna go Jared Stidham. He went to the Rams. Okay. So that really doesn't help. Okay. And he was he's young. I, that was a dumb guess. Okay. Okay, well, let's just guess, like, someone that we know, so that way we can at least know the okay, division. Okay, an older backup would be Joe Flacco, Brian Hoyer, uh, and then it would be Tyrod Taylor. Those three are, like, the older one that come to mind. Ah, should we do Flacco? Let's do Flacco. If he's right. yeah, okay. Uh, it's the East, but it's it not the is Jets. The East. Joe okay. Flacco's number is nineteen. Was when, it five? I thought it was. I thought it was twelve. No. Then five. No, it was five at first. I know it was five. Was he twelve at some point? I don't think so. I don't. Okay, but it. Okay, so his number is eighteen. 18 in the AFC East. He's not in 37, the by the way. Jesus. 37? Yeah. Who is, who is an unbelievably old backup in this league? Josh McCown is not playing. No, he's not. He's not playing. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick is not playing either. He's retired. <sighs> who is who's a veteran backup that is always there? I'm going to go Hoyer, even though I think he's older. 
Okay, so it's not New England either. So it's not New England. It's not the Jets. So he's, it has to be Miami. He's 34-35. This guy's old. So it's either the it's either Buffalo or Miami. I don't remember oh who Miami got as their backup. Miami's backup. Uh Yeah, they got someone to to like they signed someone. I know they did cuz it was I remember they made I remember they made like a deal a big deal about it. Is it Blake Bortles? Is it Blake Bortles? Is he even on this list? He's not. He's not, no. No? How, how many treasures do we have left? We have five? Five? Oh my god. I have no idea who this is. I'm gonna I'm just gonna use it on Tua just to see if it is Miami. It's not Miami either. So it's Buffalo. It's Buffalo's backup. Who Who's Josh Allen's backup right now? Did we miss something? Did they sign someone after they let go of Mitch? Who could it be? It's Josh. 34-year-old QB in Buffalo. His number is 18 or 19. His number is 18. Oh, his number is 18. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to imagine Buffalo Bills uniform, number 18. Oh, my God. It's not Nathan Peterman. Uh, who? Exactly. I'm going to know this name. I'm going to know this name. I feel like the second we, like, don't get it and it tells us, we're going to be pissed. Is Kessler not? Did he retire too? He did. This is probably the hardest one I've ever had to do. This is really hard. Okay, because okay. it's like borderline. Like you should probably know it. Okay, who's who's been a who's been a career backup besides the one we just listed? Obviously, Fitzpatrick's gone. Flacco's now. That's obviously not Flacco. Uh, who is the other one? The, the career backup that we just the one before Fitzpatrick. Uh, <gasps> I think I know. Who? Oh yes! my god. No way. Case oh Keenum my god. I did not know that Case Keenum was in Buffalo. I you swear. just you just said like just name a random like journeyman yeah. in the NFL and I, I could think of just Case Keenum Case and I was Keenum. like, I don't yeah. know where he went, but he went somewhere else. Oh my god. Wow. Game seven good. buzzer beater. That was pretty good. That was pretty wow. Good. Very nice. I'm really proud that we got here together. That was good. That was good. Process I of elimination. Love that. That was a lot of fun, sir. Process of elimination. Oh, Easy. okay. Teamwork. Um, do we just go with the list now? I think we should go into because the list. we did spend a lot of time on that. <laughs> you know, because that was a. I think that was unexpectedly hard. Man, who knew Case Keenum would give us like that much trouble? <laughs> Case Keenum in Buffalo, though, that's kind of crazy. Right. Well, I mean, he's probably just like taking off like each team and saying like, oh, I haven't yeah. gone here. Eh, he's like, like, like he's pulling the Fitzpatrick and just getting a bunch of jerseys. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. like 
for Fitzpatrick, he's he's that guy that I can name every single team that he's been on. Yeah. I can name maybe three or four for Case Keenum, but he, he definitely has a lot more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, the last thing I heard was that he was on the Rams. Like, he was backing up. Uh, no, I thought he was, he was on uh, Cleveland. Dude, Jesus Christ. I think Case we're Keenum. <laughs> Imagine we're, oh, like, we're probably both right. <laughs> we're probably, yeah, I don't At know. some point, well, he was on either of these teams. In, in the same season, probably. Who knows? Yeah. All right, sir. Hi, Top man. 10 quarterbacks in the league right now. Right now, huh? Based on what you said to me before we started recording of whether or not Joe Shiesty should be number 10, I want you to go first, please. Look, man. You know, it's all about the art of deception. That's all I'm going to say. But my number 10, at least right now, the way it stands. Also, disclaimer uh, for everybody listening. uh, I was told to make this list on a whim. So, you know, cut me some slack. Yeah. But look, man, at least when it comes to what he's provided, the way how he has at least changed everything, I think Lamar deserves a respect. Okay, fair enough. I I think Lamar is I think Lamar is number ten for me. Like I said, um, Lamar came into a Ravens team that literally was like floundering ever since Flacco started. You know, just descending ugly, right? And I think the fact that you know they had so much trust in him to you know completely revamp their system, their you know their offensive play calling to just go around him, and it's obviously worked, right? I mean, if you want to talk about playoff wins, well, that's different. But at least when it comes to the overall success of Lamar Jackson in Baltimore and what they've done since he's gotten there, he's, I mean, he won MVP his second season in the league. I mean, every single time you play the Ravens, you know you're going to have it hard because Lamar can either, you know, I wouldn't say Lamar has become the best passer yet, but I mean, you know that he's good enough to pass and at least you have to always worry about the threat of running. Mm-hmm. we're now in a league where dual threat quarterbacks are starting to become the norm. And right now, at least when it comes to dual threat, I think Lamar is probably the best. Um, you can maybe put Kyler in that conversation, but Kyler has an absolute choking problem for the second half of the season. So I don't know, but at least for me, uh, number 10 goes to Lamar. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'll, uh, Hmm. Um, um, I say we don't give because we're probably going to have a lot of the same guys in there. So let's just ha- have our side of it and then we'll okay. discuss it afterwards. See if like we disagree on certain things. Okay. Number 10 for me, a guy that is, I think very undervalued in this league. And oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. And uh, I, I think his injury history has definitely derailed the viewpoint of how he is in this league and how good of a quarterback he can be, the organization around him and all the the news, the controversy, especially last season. Like, it was just not a great season for the Raiders in general. Yep, but num- yeah. number 10 for me is Derek Carr. I if definitely... I'm being, if I'm being honest with you, I was really back and forth between putting Derek yes. and Lamar. I he, really was. He is a very borderline top 10 quarterback. Like, I've yeah. never seen him play at a top 5 level. I've definitely seen him play at a... He could be the 8th best quarterback in the league. But yeah. as of right now, with the injuries, you know, that is a, a situational thing for the rest of his career. And yeah. 
I mean, the Raiders are always just a very questionable organization. Their decision-making, they did make the playoffs last year. That's great and all. Their offensive line still has questions for me. I do think they'll be better, though. And their weapons, now with Devontae Adams, former teammate, yeah, it yep. looks a lot better for Derek Carr as, as far as like he doesn't have to carry this team on his back. It was looking that way last year with Henry Ruggs, Zay Jones, like these guys, Hunter Renfro, all these guys were contributing. But of course, with all the controversy that went on with Hun uh, um, Henry Ruggs, sorry, I was going to say Hunter, yeah. um, that definitely just made the whole season kind of just tainted in a way to where they're not yeah. going to focus on his play or the wins. It's going to be more focused on what's happening off the field. This defense got better. Their offensive line should be better next year. Their running game, yeah, you could say he still has questions, but you can't question what he can throw to this season. Oh, yeah. Darren sure. Waller, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams. Three very reliable guys that you you can throw to any given play. So if you just want to make this a spread offense, go right ahead. Right? Yeah. And yeah. like Josh McDaniels is now in town, so let's see what he can do. Is he going to stick to the Patriots way? I hope not because that's definitely not the right perspective or idea when it comes to this type of offense but i think Derek carr right now he's been a borderline top 10 quarterback throughout his his career but i think he deserves to be credited as one right now you know i and i think like to finish off that point i think Derek carr i i couldn't have said it better i think Derek carr is a very undervalued quarterback just because of you know like the franchises and right but one thing i will say is you know even with all the ups and downs that i've been through that whole situation Derek Carr has stayed, I don't want to use the word unbelievably because that's a very strong word, but, you know, it's it's kind of crazy to think about and see the stats, how consistent he's been mm -hmm. these last couple of seasons, right? So I think if anything, like now, if he has been able to stay this consistent on paper with analytics, with everything that he's gone through, now, with the team that he has built around him, with Devontae on his side, now now they have a better defense that can, you know, let him breathe more, right? I think he has way more potential upside now, if anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That's fair. Derek Carr. So, we differ on the 10. Um, this is where we might have our first argument. Uh, number nine for me, uh, I think, is Dak. Uh, I think Dak at number nine is... Well, we'll get into those later. But uh, I think Dak at number nine is is right where he should be, in my opinion. Um, here's the thing, right? So, no matter we, we've we've had our we've had our recent discussions about Dak, right? Um, we both feel that maybe Dak should start taking the Aaron Rodgers approach, right? Where you know, instead of just listening to Kellen Moore uh, have a crow route every single first down or every single first play of the game, uh, maybe he can switch it up a little, right? Uh, you know, Dak, I think we can both agree, no matter what we have feelings, is that since his first two seasons, Dak has dramatically improved as a quarterback. Can you both agree on that? Yes. Dramatically. Unbelievably. Like, it, it, he literally went from middle of the pack, maybe even lower, to now, like, the, the jump from the second to third year is absolutely insane. It, it, was, it was ridiculous, right? Um. Think about Dak, I think, in general, on this list is Dak seems to have a trend where he is absolutely on fire the first half, the first, uh, you know, 
maybe nine, 10 games of the season. And then the second half, that's when, you know, whether if you want to call it play calling, whether if you want to call it performance wise, he starts to trend down a little bit. But I think overall, in general, when you think about the grand aspect of things, I think Dak is a phenomenal uh, quarterback. I think he's just in an unfortunate system that we both know, unfortunately, very well. Um, but, you know, raw talent wise, his decision making, I mean, Dak hasn't really ever had a season where he's thrown more than what, like 12 picks? It's it's a very good ratio for what you want yeah, in a quarterback. It's a, it's a very that. good ratio. Yeah. So uh, so number nine, you know, th- th- there could be arguments. I completely agree, but at least for me personally, I think Dak is number nine. Oh, we're gonna argue. Oh my god. Okay. You you're giving him too much. You think so? I th- I think from from what you said right now, there is okay. a lot that I disagree with. Okay, that's fine. Um. It's hard to to explain the fact that he has improved because you think about that first rookie year and how he won what was it offensive player of the year or rookie he, of the year? He won uh, It was offensive won, rookie of the year, he, right? I think he won offensive rookie of the year, yeah. So, but 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 remember that the stats were very just okay. Remember well, co- he, compared to the other quarterbacks that happened in that draft like the fourth rounder was better than the first rounders. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was clear that he was the best quarterback out of that draft class so far. You know, yeah. like we've come out of that draft and we may think differently. But in that year, yes. We're talking about Dak improving as far as IQ. We're talking about his ability to read the field, to sense yeah. what the right decision is, not make the mistakes make some good throws, some dire throws in the right situations. And most of the time he gets it right. He makes the good decision to throw it to Gallup down the field or to have the safe route with Dalton Schultz, Blake Jarwin uh, to get a first down. Like he, he has definitely improved in the mental aspect of his game. I felt like last year it was a digression in that, in that way, because I felt he wasn't the leader that we're so accustomed to. And I really think that came like, it, it, it wrapped itself in a bow whenever they lost that 49ers game and he blamed the refs by saying, oh, it's okay to throw things at them. When you just lost and you're the franchise quarterback, you have no one to blame but yourself and your teammates. You don't blame the refs, okay? You know, yeah. like, you're the quarterback of that offense. If you think that a QB draws the wrong decision, which it was with 14 seconds left, you can change the play call because you're the quarterback on the field. That's That's what we've been talking about this whole entire time, if anything. Right. Yeah. So, like, yes, I agree with you that he should take the Aaron Rodgers route, but he's not Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Aaron he's Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. You know, he's yeah. got that dog in him. Dak to me has such a higher ceiling than what we think. I will give you that. I think the there is raw talent there, and I've always thought that ever since his rookie season. So even when he was missing the deep throws down the field or making not making the right decisions, maybe not as accurate as you would like, I felt, okay, give him another few years with Kitna as his QB coach or some mastermind offensively. He will get more comfortable. He will learn to master this offense like Tony Romo did. Tony Romo didn't master that offense until like six years in. Yeah. And then he became one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Hands down. No one gives him credit for that. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott, for me, can be that. But with the two injuries, the devastating ankle one, the calf injury that definitely derailed his season last year because it changed 
dramatically after that Patriots game. Like, mm-hmm. like that bye week came by. They have the Vikings game. And it's like, is he healthy or not? Yeah, he wasn't 100%. He definitely wasn't, like, injury prone. But the shoulder thing, the ankle, the the calf, like, we, we were thinking that Dak was a just a absolute machine when he came to staying healthy. He was never injury prone in his first, like, three or four years in the league. Yeah. Now he is, right? To me, right now, Dak is not even, like, top 12. Wow. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm okay. putting right. like a lot of guys above him. You're putting Okay, hold on. Right I, now, yes. You think Kyler Murray is better than Dak Prescott? I think talent-wise, yes. If I had someone on my team right now, wow. Okay, I would want I completely disagree with you on that. I want Kyler to be on the field for me. Long term, like in the season, I would want Dak in those like critical situations, like in a playoff game, right? I think Kyler chokes all the time. And you could make the case that like Dak chokes too. Cool. I just think that mentally Dak is better prepared for those situations. And so, I, I, that's why I'd rather have him on the field. Exactly. General. But right now, based on the play, okay. based on what I've seen so far in the last year, two years, I think Kyler makes more throws, makes okay. better plays makes more touchdowns which equals more wins than Dak Prescott okay put Kyler in that Cowboys offense I think he does better than Dak I I don't agree with you at all because it changes it changes the offense right we love Dak because he can be dual threat and we're gonna see more dual threat ability with his running ability this year Hmm. Kyler has that ability already so imagine like, imagine the playbook. Kellen Moore will see, like, oh, I can actually do running plays. I can do a QB draw more than just once in a playoff game because I'm worried about Dak. I'm worried about his ankle. I'm worried about his calf. Okay. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like, this is, this right, is part right of now, the right, Like, right now, right now. Right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Kyler is a better quarterback than Dak. At the end of the year, I do believe Dak will show that he's a better quarterback long-term, franchise-wise, than Kyler. Okay. Okay. Well, that's fair. Because I definitely think that Dak had a down year, not based on his physical abilities, but I felt like he diminished in his mental ability. He wasn't the same leader. He had that disconnect with his receivers. You can't have that disconnect when you have Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and supposedly a top five tight end in Hunter, uh, or in Don Schultz, excuse me. Like you okay, can't, so, you can't have that disconnect when you have that many weapons. Okay, so then, who's number nine for you? Number nine for me is Lamar Jackson. So okay, okay. So wow. like it wasn't far wow. off, so that's why I didn't want to mention it. I just think yeah. that now as the season goes on, I'm seeing that he's put on a little bit of muscle. He's working on his upper body a little bit more. Hey, 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 he looks good, man. He looks good. He looks good. So looks in good. my thought process, I'm thinking that he's trying to improve as far as arm strength, as far as his, his upper body strength, just to improve in the pocket. We know what Lamar can do outside of the pocket on the run. There's no denying that Lamar Jackson is one of the best running quarterbacks we've ever seen in our lifetime. I'm I not think- denying that. No, I, I think if anything, you know, when I when I see Lamar play, I, I see a lot of Michael Vick in him, like in in, in Michael Vick's prime, and I and, and I see even better. Yes, he. I think he can be better than Michael Vick. He has to improve 
his throwing ability. And it, yeah. it's not even the fact that I don't think he has that ability. He has it. I know he has it because there's sometimes, like, I go back to that Miami Dolphins game. I, I was about to say that. Yeah. We can all go back to that game and think he can torch a secondary and throw 40 yards down the field like it's nothing. He can do it with Hollywood Brown. That's cool. He's not even that great of a wide receiver anymore. So how about with better receivers? And uh, Like, the Baltimore Ravens don't know what they're doing. They have Rashad Bateman. I think he's a good wide receiver. Let's see if he can be great. After that, who's your best wide receiver? Devin DuVernay? Cool. Like, like you can have Devin out there, and he might be all right, but I think you should have had something better. Lamar can do what he can, and I think that he will be better as a pocket passer this year because he's improved as far as his strength. I think there is now a realization that he has to do it rather than it's like, oh, I'll get to it. This okay. is a year to where Lamar has to improve. If you would have asked me maybe two months ago if he's actually going to do it, I would have said no. I, I think that he would have just been the same old Lamar Jackson. You know, he's getting J.K. Uh, Dobbins back in the backfield. He's already the got the, the man's a dog. dog. So yeah. he's going to have a reliable running game around him, and he's going to be Lamar Jackson. But I think now to get to that next level for the Ravens, they have too much talent for him to just be like, I, I got to. Like, I can't just stay the same old me. I have to improve in the pocket. I have to improve my deep ball passing, my accuracy. I want people to know that I can do it too. Right now, I think he can do it. And I believe that Lamar Jackson will be a much more improved passer than people expect. So I think he's definitely top 10, just raw talent, ability, what he can yeah. do on the run. But I think now he can definitely get close to that top five if he can do it with his arm. Okay, that's fair. I, I can't disagree with anything you just said. Um, this is where the deception came in, brother. Uh, I I dissuaded you, but uh, no. For me, number eight, it's shysty. You're... How dare you? Burrow, How Joe Burrow? Look, 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 look. Check this out. Your right? your camera went blurry, and I think that's a sign. No, because no, I don't no, no. I don't want to see your face right now. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Right. Joe Burrow, number eight. You're telling me that the last half of this past season was not mythical for him. You're telling me that the last half of the season was not this dude. This dude was literally not even human. The last half of the season, he was playing out of his mind. He had a three-game stretch where he had, like, 1,500 yards and, like, 12 touchdowns. Come on. All right, you, got, on. you got me there. Go on. Look. I'm listening. I'm listening now. Here's, here's the thing, right? When, when in his rookie year, right, it got cut short. But we, <laughs> all, we all know that, you know, last year, right, or technically, I guess, two seasons ago now. Two seasons ago, right, Lam uh, I was going to say Lamar. Uh, Joe didn't really have a lot, right? Uh, Cincinnati Bengals were garbage two seasons ago, right? Now, you pair him up with Jamar Chase, right? His old college teammate. And as we can tell in the NFL, uh, you know, college teammates tend to have a great chemistry, mm -hmm. right? You have, he has one of the best wide receiving cores in the league. 
right? You got Jamar Chase, who's an absolute stud. Mm -hmm. T. Higgins, who I think is very underappreciated, yep. in my opinion. Same. And then Tyler Boyd, that veteran that, oh. And the slot he, is is a beast. In the slot, who, who's dangerous, right? You want to cover uh, Jamar. You want to cover T. Higgins. Okay, you still have to worry about little Wes Welker 2.0 for the Bengals, if you want to call him like that. But, look, I, I think – I think Joe Burrow really just kicked it up a notch this season, and he really showed what he can do. And my God, look, you can say whatever you want, how a lot of the times in the playoffs he was playing, you know, from down in the scoreboard. But the matter of the fact is this. The last half of the season, mythical, unbelievable. He played like an absolute god. In the playoffs, I mean – Look, man, he was just, just one, just one second away from seeing that Jamar absolutely burned Jalen Ramsey, and they could have won. Mm -hmm. Jamar, Jamar, Joe has the absolute clutch factor in him. He has that dog in him. He performed like an absolute god. I think this season he really came out and showed, hey, I'm here. I'm this guy. You let me know, and I'll be there for you. So, I think I think Joe's eight. I think Joe Shice is eight. Okay, okay, S solid argument. I'll let it pass. Now, and to be fair, to be fair, I put him in front of Dak for that reason. Dak didn't play mythical. Dak wasn't clutch. Well, sir. So I, I think there's a clear separation between Joe and Dak. Exactly. I think so, there's a uh, clear one, more than so, one. So then, uh. So you, so you let me pass after you gave me your uh, disrespectful rant at the beginning. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who's your eight, huh? Number eight for me is Matthew Stafford. I'm about to – I'm very upset at you for that one. I'm extremely upset at you for that one. But you know why. I have a very clear bias about Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Um, I mean, he got the ring. That's great. Oh, uh, oh, he, oh, he just got the ring. That's it. He right? got the but, ring. The most important thing in the NFL, but he just got the ring. Right? He got he got the ring. I mean, that's, okay. What else was there for him to do? Like he he, I I wouldn't say save, but he kept up an organization. Oh no, you 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 could say saved to a certain extent. I mean, they're still bad. The Rams? No, the Lions. Oh oh, he didn't save the the Rams. Like what? Okay. No. Continue. Continue. Listen. Okay. Like. He's a gunslinger. Yeah. And people are going to love gunslingers, but they do have their flaws. And it's Yeah. The clear flaw in a gunslinger is that he may have some rash decision making. Okay, I can't Let's I can let's not just disagree. Let's just on that one. put it out there and be honest. Okay. If the 49ers catch that interception, they win the game. And the Rams don't make the Super Bowl. And Stafford doesn't get that ring. That does not okay. that okay, does not mean that I don't think Stafford is a great quarterback. He had an amazing year alongside Cooper Cup, and he definitely gave them that boost that Jared Goff never did. He deserved a lot better than Detroit. He deserved someone who was going to take care of him, give him an offensive line, a running game, and, and like great coaching. Just just a good coach in general. Like that we're gonna like make sure to utilize him in the best way possible. He got that with the Rams. Okay. Right. He got a ring. He definitely deserves that ring because he has been 
a clear top 10 quarterback over the last decade. Ever since he entered the league, I, I think he has been up there. Maybe not top five, but I think top 10 for sure. Yeah. I just, I would prefer, this is no disrespect to him, I would just prefer the other seven guys that are in front of him. Okay. Like, okay. It, it is a matter of, uh, uh, like, I'm sorry, like, if we're having an all-star game, and I, I have to pick LeBron, I have to pick Kevin Durant, I have to pick all these different guys, like Joel, uh, Jokic, like, by the time you get to six or seven, it's like, well, damn, like, I would, I would still want Clay Thompson. I would still want Steph Curry if he's there, or like a top ten guy that we all think is great. But it was, just, I just wanted these guys more. Okay. I, okay. I like Stafford. I just like these other guys more. There's nothing really to it because I think he's a good quarterback. Like he is a. I love that he throws down the field. He likes to take chances. He can. He's mobile in the pocket. And he just has that veteranship. He has that leadership ability. It's like he definitely is an, an upgrade for most quarterbacks. Like he was in Los Angeles uh, behind Jared Goff. That's like significant. It's like, wow, like he can really put us above a, a tier that we were not expecting to be. Like we were a good football team. The Rams are a good football team. And we got to the promised land once, but we failed and we fall short. Well, maybe because we didn't have that quarterback that could just get us like that. We okay. got that guy with Stafford. Okay. But sometimes that can bite you in the ass. Mm -hmm. So the decision-making of the guys in front of him and maybe the the consistency, because sometimes Stafford can be inconsistent. He had the interception run in the playoffs that almost cost him. Okay. So I think I just prefer these guys because maybe they're just more level-headed at points in the big games. Okay. For most of his career, right? Like last year was the exception. Okay. But that that's what I think. Okay. Um, I think judging from my reaction, I think you know he's higher on my list. So mm -hmm. I'll I'll get to my opinion when I get to him. Uh, for me, number seven, and this one for me personally, I think it, it could really be, you know, moved up in my opinion. It just I, I think they're so very equal, the next two spots for me. But um, for me, my number seven is Russell Wilson. And I think it is extremely disrespectful mm. how many people have not – put him on the top 10 list because if you see what he has done with Seattle, mind you, mind you while running for his life, every single play. Okay. And he's been able to do immaculate things in Seattle. Mm -hmm. I think it's very disrespectful that there are so many people that do not have him in a top 10 list. Yeah. Just because might I add just because Seattle had a bad year when he broke his thumb, might I add, only missed three games with <laughs> that broken thumb, came back, played with a mild broken thumb, and still threw for 25. Yeah. So, for me, look, I've always said this. I, I've always said that Russ needed to leave after the Legion of Boom was gone. Absolutely. Because... After the Legion of Boom left and everything started collapsing, so did the offensive line. And what I was most scared about was that Russell Wilson was going to become another Andrew Luck, where immense, unbelievable talent, but he was going to get killed. 
thank God, and I, I mean this in no disrespect to Andrew Luck. I mean, I love that man. He used to be one of my favorite quarterbacks when he was still playing. Hey, but hey, thank- hey. Imagine Andrew Luck with Jonathan Taylor. Don't do that to me. Oh, my God. Thank God Russell Wilson is faster than Andrew Luck. Because if not, it would have been the same unfortunate scenario. But look, man, also, come on. Russell Wilson throws a pretty moon ball, huh? It's it's pretty. Pretty moon ball. it's, It's pretty. Look, man, I, I think it's extremely disrespectful that he's not in more top ten list. So he's in mine. And, yeah. I, and, and, and like I said, my next quarterback, like I said, I really can switch them. Like, seriously, I, I find them very equal to each other. But for the sake of the list, I'll put Russell Wilson at number seven for me. Okay. Okay. Well, pretty easy for me. Uh, number seven is Joe Burrow. Shicey. Okay. Uh, I think he has the composure level of Aaron Rodgers. A clutch factor of like a Tom Brady mm-hmm. and the offensive line of like like paper mache. Like to to do okay. that to do these things, to be a play away from winning the Super Bowl with an offensive line that could have me as a backup because it's that bad. Yeah. I think that speaks volume for how good Joe Burrow can be. It's the fact that like the 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 team gets behind him, yeah, and it, you just feel something special. You feel the confidence. You feel a level of just swagger, of mm-hmm. a winning mentality that we have not seen in Cincinnati for a very very long time. Since Carson Palmer was a rookie, exactly. For Joe to come back from that type of injury, d- devastating absolutely horrific considering that it was based on the fact that no one could cover him or protect him yeah and to come back and say i'm gonna be even better i'm literally gonna come back and i'm gonna be a better quarterback become a god i'm I'm literally gonna be the dog of the nfl yeah jamar we're we're going for 250 against the chiefs against the ravens against the ravens they're doing it Twice. They're doing it against top-tier talent. Top-tier secondaries like the Ravens. Top-tier teams like the Chiefs. They're doing it in the playoffs. Yeah, They were one play away from winning that Super Bowl against a defense in the Rams that has two clear-cut best in their positions of all time. Top two, not two. Like, he, he was this close. If he just had an extra second, maybe two, and it wasn't Aaron Donald, Joe Burrow might have a ring right now. Yeah. And we're only getting started. Now, do I think that the Bengals are going to like go back-to-back to Super no. Bowls and no. they're going to have an amazing year? I don't think so. I just hope that Joe Burrow can stay healthy because if he does, and he does have added protection this year. I mean, they they did go out there and got some, some good offensive yeah. linemen, right? Good enough. Yeah. Good enough, right? Yeah. So if... On paper, it makes sense. Then this could be even better for Joe Burrow. But I just think that the the confidence, the composure, is unlike any other, except maybe Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like for me, so I think he he's definitely maybe not better than the guy I will talk about next. But I think Joe Burrow is definitely top ten, and then he deserves that spot. 
Got that dog in him, man. Got that, got dog, that dog in him. him. No Zach uh, Wilson, right. but yeah. Uh, so I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this one just because we already talked about him. Uh, but my number six is Matthew Stafford. Um, not not gonna get into it that much. Just all I'm gonna say is the amount of respect I have for this man to, like you said earlier, to be a top ten quarterback basically almost every single year except that one season where he had like a really bad back injury um, in Detroit with no help when. Megatron left. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Let me let me reword that. When the Lions forced Megatron to retirement, <laughs> um, after that there was no one. Who? Kenny Galladay. Yeah, he's good. Marvin good. Jones, sir. Marvin Jones. I mean, I haven't heard of him since he left. Oh, look. Well, that that's that a, was rude. That's a good that a little rude. That's a good Christian man right there. That was a little rude, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, but still, my point is. After Megatron, who? Who is there in Detroit that would that would help him to be a top ten? Besides, I guess I'll give respect to Hawkinson. I like that guy. Good guy. Yeah, but he's, he's good. Good. But anyway, no, my point. No, I'm saying like he was barely there for there for for yeah. Matthew Stafford. For mo- right. Okay. So my point stands. The absolute utmost respect I have for this man to be top ten in an absolute garbage franchise for so long, and yet to come to L.A. and I'm not going to say he became a god, no, but to elevate his game even more with more weapons around him and win a ring his first year, I think for me that's just the cherry on top. Cemented his place in, I'm not going to say legacy, chill, relax, but I think it just cemented his place that he has to be high on my list at least, sixth place for me. Hall of Famer? No. Hmm. No. I don't think so. I think no. I don't think he deserves to go in the Hall of Fame. But if you're going to let in Philip Rivers, you're letting in Matthew Stafford. You know what? Matthew Stafford's in my Hall of Fame. How about that? Now you're, now you're just kissing ass. I like Matthew Stafford. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Pretty handsome. Yeah. Hey, he's, he's yeah. handsome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he's from this area. Yeah, he oh, went to Highland Park. He went to Highland Park. Oh, he did. Yeah, him and uh, him and uh, Clayton Kershaw, best friends. They almost look alike. Yeah, is that weird? Weird, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of some long blonde hair, beautiful oh. man. Oh, the oh, future. My. The future. Okay. Yeah. I I definitely think that Joe and him should be put together. Like, I think they'll go their careers like being around the same tier. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that I would just take Justin Herbert right now over Joe. Okay. More accurate. Um, I I think he just has more raw talent. It has more of a an upside to him than than Joe. And I think this is going to be a really big year for Justin Herbert. Okay, I, I'm just gonna say it to like save time. Uh, Justin Herbert was my number five. Top five, huh? Yeah, I think he's top five, dude. Mm. Look, look, and I'll let you go first, and then I'll, I'll hit you with my explanation because I, there was, there was one point last season where I was just blown away by him. But I'll, I'll let you go first because because you're, you're you're still at six. like like he's just like a, a good prototype for a quarterback right now. Like obviously yeah, we're going with a dual threat quarterback because that's where the league was going for the last like five six years, and 
like we're gonna compare him to Josh Allen to Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Mm-hmm. But to like Joe. to to Joe, I mean, like for them to come into the league around the same uh, at the same time, it it really defined like oh well, it's like you can either go with the LSU guy who led one of the best college teams of all time, and he just like had everything to throw to, and he was just like composure at the highest like level in, in the natty in the playoff. Like this man was not missing. Yeah, it's like you yeah. can't you can't go wrong, with Joe. But you also can't go wrong with Justin because he's the safer bet. Like, he, yeah. he doesn't have bust potential because he's just accurate. He's like a Drew Brees guy. Like, he, you mm-hmm. know he's going to be reliable with the ball, that he's going to be really safe with the ball. But he also has the arm talent to just throw it down the field. And you put him in a, in a really good system like the Chargers. Once they got better coaching, you got Keenan Allen, you got Mike Williams, Jalen Guyton, Austin Eckler. Yep. Like you have all these days. He made Jared Cook look like a, a resurrection of his former self. So we're getting past the point, and this is why I think that this year is the year for not only Justin Herbert but for the Chargers, is because two years ago it was they couldn't win close games. Yeah. They just could not finish off the game. Last year, uh, it was kind of off at the beginning. It was like, oh, they, okay, they start winning some of those close games. Their defense really collapsed toward the second half of the season. They could not cover anybody. They could not stop anybody. And the points were just racking up, right? But the offense was still there like this. It was still reliable. Their offensive line is looking like one of the best units in all the NFL. And to have Rashawn Slater be like a cornerstone for them for the next five, six years at least, it's like you're, you're going in the right direction. So now with the maturity factor in there, now that you have Justin Herbert being in his, his, his third year as far as like, well, now that I've settled in, now that I've gone through a little bit of the kinks, I can read coverages a lot more. I'm starting to understand this offense more in its second year under uh, Brandon Staley and, and his coaching staff. It's like, okay, now I feel more comfortable. Now I feel more confident in what I can throw to down the field and we play in a very tough division. So if I can learn the the toughest division in all of football, if I can win some games out of here, then everybody else is just slim pickings. Like, like I can beat the AFC East, like Buffalo, like other than Buffalo, Buffalo, you can torch all of them. AFC North. I'm pretty confident. I can take down all of those guys defensively. I think so too. Right. So, the fact that your division is tougher, it's like the NFC West. Like, think about it. The NFC West yeah. won the Super Bowl last year because yeah. whoever was coming out of that division was going to win. Or they had a very good chance of winning because they played the toughest competition. Yeah, The 49ers were a tough team because they literally had to play the Rams. They had to play the Cardinals. Like, there's no, like, slouch in that division other than the Seahawks, but the Seahawks even play hard when you play in that division. Yeah, this is going to be the same thing with the AFC West. So I think the Chargers are going to have to fight. They're going to be the the 49ers from like a few years ago. So if they can stay healthy, especially defensively. They are that team that you circle on your calendar and you're like, fuck, man. It can either be the team that puts up 14 or 41. It's yeah. like we don't yeah. know what team we're playing, but damn, that that's what makes them dangerous. They're unpredictable. But Justin Herbert, when he's on, he. He is a borderline top five guy for me right now, but 
maybe give it another year or two, he's definitely top three, to be honest. Might I add that he has an absolute cannon. Oh, my God. Those throws that he has to Jalen Guyton, like 60 yards down the field, mm-hmm. insane. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, so, like I said, uh, for me, uh, entering the top five, Justin Herbert is my top five. I think that Justin Herbert is in for an absolute monster year. I mean, he already hit 5K, but I think he could hit like 5.2. Like it, 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 the amount of just extra potential that I see in him is absolutely insane. Um, and to the point that I said earlier that I was going to say, uh, I, I'm not going to, you know, elaborate more because I think you said it perfectly. But there's one thing that I will say to to finish off this thing about Justin Herbert. Even though you could say whatever you want, that it was a coaching blunder, you can say whatever. For me, personally, that game against the Raiders, week 17, winning in, so or, or, or let me, let me, let me rephrase that, uh, win or tie and in, but you know, whatever, <laughs> <Yeah>. whatever. um, <laughs> dude. I think for me, that's when it's solidified in my mind that Justin Herbert is the absolute future in this league. Um, he, it was crazy, right? Because, you know, we've seen shootouts where it's like, oh, okay, you know, like, I got to go back out there and score another touchdown. No, 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 It wasn't a matter of that. It was, you knew that Justin Herbert, no matter what, was going to get them in the end zone. And he did it, what, three times in under two minutes? Mm -hmm. That's the kind of composure and clutch we saw with Joe, right? That That we're praising Joe for, right? But with Justin, Justin just had that absolute, oh, my God. That game was unbelievable, right? Like, Derek Carr and the Raiders would, like, barely skim in, right, to, like, get into the touchdown. But Justin was like, okay. Give me the ball. Give me a minute. I'm in the end zone already. You know, that game, I think, just solidified for me that this this guy, Justin Herbert, is something absolutely special. And I think he he's going to be even better this year. And um, I can now officially say with all uh, intents and purposes that I stand 1,000% corrected. Because if you remember... I did not like Justin Herbert when he first came out. Mm. Uh, I going to the Chargers, I was like, I just don't see it. I really didn't, you know. First of all, coming out of college, Justin Herbert was already a little, you know, he was that safe iffy pick because that quarterback class was kind of meant to begin with, right? But I just didn't see it at first. I didn't. And going into his first year, he Proved me a little wrong, but not by that much. So I still stood firm. I stand corrected now. He mm-hmm. is an absolute dog. He's amazing. I think he, for me, I think he's already top five. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, he, he just missed out because uh, Russell Wilson's my top five quarterback. Oh, I can't even be mad about that. I can't. Because I think he's in for a huge bounce back year with the Broncos. I, if, if it doesn't work for the Broncos with Russell Wilson, you might as well give up as an organization. This just dissolve. Like it was either Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. And you couldn't get Aaron Rodgers because there was no way anyone would have predicted that he would have stayed with the Green Bay Packers. Like, like even Green Bay was like going to sleep at night thinking, is he my quarterback? 
I don't I, know because I don't think he he wants to stay. I seriously thought he was going to go to San Francisco. I I I could have bet my life savings he was going to San Francisco. I would have bet money on him going to Denver because it just made all the sense in the world. Plan B, you get the next best thing, which is Russell Wilson, who wants to get out of Seattle, who's been wanting to get out of Seattle, even though he wants to be nice about it. We all know that he wanted to. It was time. But it it just it makes all the sense in the world, man. New coach, new coaching staff, new system. But the weapons, they ain't changing. Oh, dude, the weapons are out of this world. That's like, insane. Like, Drew Locke is definitely not a great quarterback. But there was moments to where you could start to see it come together a little bit where it's like, oh, yep. man, if they can put it together consistently, yep. you got Jerry Judy, you got KJ Hamler. You got Cortland Sutton, who came back with a fire of vengeance after his injury. Yeah. And then now you got that running game with Javante Williams. I adore Javante he Williams. Is, he is a monster. His breakout game when he when, when McGorn got injured, wow. And unbelievable. It's all coming into place. Their defense has held up as far as being like still physical. Maybe not the same talent that you once had when the Payne Manning era was around. But yeah. it's still like pretty pretty good up front especially now with randy gregory it's like it's gonna be yep. better you got patrick sertan in the backfield that's looking pretty nice i'm yep. just saying man that things are coming together in denver that i don't think people are aware of like like they are saying they're gonna make it friendly to russell wilson which is perfect for him and yes it was technically his system in seattle but now you got a, an actual offensive line yeah like you have something to actually protect you and you have so many weapons that nobody's going to, like, send eight in the box. Like, no one's going to do that against Jerry Judy one-on-one. Not yeah. against KJ Hamler's speed or Cortland Sutton's ability to just go downfield. Like, he... Might, I, might I add, because you forgot, Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick, yes, Patrick, thank you. Tim Patrick like, is the also little sneaky guy there, like too. He, he's really he's, good. He's dangerous. I'm telling you, man, that if there is a year, and I know I've said it before, but, like... We go a month into the season where Russ is cooking, right? I'm telling you, if this is if this is the year to say Russ wins MVP, it is this year. Yeah, it has to be. Because he's he's got that chip on his shoulder, right? It's no yeah. longer the guy that's like, oh, well, he's always gonna be great in Seattle. Like he's always gonna make it work. No. People just don't talk about it anymore. Like you just said, he's not even on people's list right now for top ten. So disrespectful. It's very disrespectful. And I think that if Aaron Rodgers doesn't win MVP again, which is highly likely, it is going to be Russell Wilson. Yeah. I I can't even be mad at that. I, I couldn't agree more. Okay. Uh, heading into now deeper into the top five. Um, I don't even think you can say much about him because we already know. I mean, for me, my four, my number four is Tom Brady. Oh, me too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, but what can you say? It's Tom Brady. I mean, he just wins. Yeah. It's Tom Brady, the greatest football player to ever grace the sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, you do you want to give a try at explaining? I mean, I just I just don't know. I don't know what to say. It's Tom Brady. Um I <laughs> I think wait, 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 wait. Um, the, the only thing I can really talk about is like the fact that like the Bucks pretty much stayed the same. 
right? I think that's the only thing you can say that maybe, you know, like the bugs stayed the same. So maybe that's why it didn't really work out this year. But, but, I, it's get, but guess what? Leonard Fournette's 260 pounds now. I saw that. <laughs> Dude, I, saw that. I swear to God, I thought it was one of those like fake Twitter accounts, like copies pro football focus, but it's not yeah, verified. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, let me go on to pro football focus to make sure that this is true. And the report was on there. And I said, I'm six foot. Imagine me almost a hundred pounds heavier. That's Leonard Fournette. I saw that and I read a little bit more and I've heard that uh, Byron Leftwich is unbelievably pissed off right now. Oh, they're not happy at all. They're not happy at all. They are infuriated. Because they let go of Ronald Jones too. Yeah. So, so Eddie Lacy 2.0? That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. But honestly though, one season of Eddie Lacy when he was like obese, like yeah. he was a god. And that, like, for me, I'm actually really excited to see that because it's like, well, you already have the that offense, right? Yeah. And it, it's like you still have the Bruce Arians element to it as far as, like, influence on the offense. Byron Leftwich is there, and now he's taking over. I'm like, I love the move. Everything makes sense, right? Like, Chris Godwin's most likely coming back healthy week one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And it's like, well, you play the Cowboys. So you, you, it might be an easy dub. It may not. Who knows, right? I, I think it is an easy dub. It's personally. at this point, like, how many years have we gone to say that Tom Brady's going to, like, regress? How, how many times are we going to say that he's going to fall off the cliff, right? It's the not. cliff never happened. And, you know, like, and, you know, okay. Take away game 17 from last year because Tom Brady threw for 5,000, right? Take away game 17, he's still like at 4,800. Mm -hmm. This dude is supposed to be regressing. He's 43 years old now. And he lost, I mean, to, the, he lost to the Super Bowl champs. Like, you can't, you can't yeah, be mad at that. I just, I think if anything, right now, Tom Brady is the most consistent quarterback in the NFL. Could you could, could you maybe either I wouldn't say, say consistent close to, close to at least well, yeah I mean it's it's Aaron Rodgers and him I, I think Aaron Rodgers is number one and then it's Tom Brady okay I can agree with that argument I, I would say he's the most reliable reliable in the clutch at all damn time it's oh I mean I don't care if he's fifty if if I have the ball with two minutes left for the game in the playoffs I'm gonna give it to Tom Brady. If the Bucks are down 59 to 0 with 20 seconds left, I'm highly sure Tom Brady can win. Also, oh, you're a Falcons fan. Wow. Okay. That was wow. Uh number th number 3. Number 3. Uh Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Is Rogies. It, uh, it's Rogies. Oh no. I have Rogies as number three. It's not Rogies. It is Rogies. I thought you. I thought you were gonna say Zach Wilson. Oh, you know what? My oh, list. My no, list is. Oh, Kevin, it's, it's not Rogies. It's Rogies for me. It's Rogies. Okay, well, with the top three, let's just like name them. Uh, number three is Josh Allen. Okay. Me number two is Josh. God, Allen. you're such a. 
you're such a, a 12 year old I love josh allen you cannot sit here and tell me that josh allen is literally the future of this league uh, can i can oh, okay let, let me let me Come say that for the, no, no, no 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 i agree i agree i agree right. let, let me just you're you may not agree with it okay so so number two is josh allen Rajis allen god man the disrespect what the okay. disrespect uh number two is pat uh patrick mahomes you are out of your you mind. are such a little you bitch out of your mind you're such a little bitch you're telling me that you right now right now right now i cannot you think that patrick mahomes is not the best quarterback in the nfl no i from the bottom of my heart Patrick Mahomes is not the best quarterback in the league right now. Oh, so all of his accomplishments in only, what, his fourth year? Really? Okay, bro. First what? of all, this first half of that last season was bad. And bad. Yet, and yet, even if it was, well, no, it, not even if it was, it was bad. Look at what he still did. He almost went back to the Super Bowl again. Yeah, it took he, Joe Shiesty to he, do it. He didn't. He didn't. Where was Rodgers? Same position. I'm not saying that Rodgers is better in the playoffs than Patrick Mahomes. I'm saying that Rodgers is a better quarterback right now okay. than Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Back-to-back back MVPs playing the best football of his entire career at the age of like 38. Mm-hmm. The best free play quarterback we've ever seen. Best regular season quarterback we've ever seen. This is not a playoff quarterback list. If that's the case, Tom Brady's number one. But it's not. It's not. I'm not talking about playoffs. I'm not talking about playoffs. Okay, then fine. We're talking about regular season. We're talking about in general. Mm-hmm. And in general, it's the back-to-back MVP of this league who's literally dropping a TD to interception ratio that is unlike we've ever seen before. Who was throwing more interceptions last year? Patrick Mahomes. Who was not able to read defenses last year for most of that year? Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Who can read defenses and manipulate them to get them offsides on pretty much any given day, no matter who he's playing? Does he choke in the playoffs? Absolutely, he does. Do the Packers choke in the playoffs? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But quarterback-wise, he had Devontae Adams. And that was it. Patrick Mahomes had like three, four guys that he could just be like, ah, fuck it. I'll just throw down the field. Mm. Aaron Rodgers had one. Consistent. Composure. I was going to say clutch, but don't say clutch. Okay. Best quarterback in the league right now. You're making it seem like Rodgers is on this ultimate pedestal he is hold on hold on while mahomes is down in shitterville comparably oh brother come on dude oh brother you cannot let's 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 back it up a little bit with the patch mahomes thing dude you gotta be kidding me you're telling me that Patrick, right right now right now you were to start a team right you're saying that you're not even giving patrick was a thought a single thought. You want me to piss you off right now? Oh my because god. Because in my heart, 
I 100% agree with my with like my statement right now. Okay. I would take Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes. Well, I can't give you that much more. I really like, I, I really like Josh Allen too. Come to the dark side. No, I I'm gonna stick by it. Patrick Mahomes to me is the best. Do it. Do it. But see, but see, but see, my my thing here though, and like, look, here's my thing. I had such a hard time putting my top three because literally I could switch. You're making it seem like Jesus Christ. It was easy. Easy. Really? It's that easy for me. Wow. For me, I for me for me personally, I could literally switch them. If I if I were to start an NFL franchise and I had my pick between Rodgers, Allen, or Mahomes, I would have a hard time. I would. Because I think all three of them could literally give me a Super Bowl. Easy. If I'm starting a – based on right now, if you gave me okay. one year to win a Super Bowl, okay, I would pick Aaron Rodgers. So, like just straight because straight, of who he is. Like franchise mode on Madden. Yeah, like, like throw, out, throw out everything else, just straight who he is. Like considering age – you know yeah, how long yeah. they have left, their abilities right now. I'm taking I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. Give give me a quarterback for the next ten years, I'm taking Josh Allen. Not even a single look the other direction. No. No. Wow. I wow. I, I, I I have to completely wholeheartedly disagree with you on that. Kevin, I, with all due the, respect, it's this top, not even a conversation for me. This top three is at least for me, top three, it is so unbelievably close, in my opinion. I think that Patrick Mahomes still has a lot to learn. Will he learn that? Absolutely. Okay. Like it's it's the Dak thing. Like, obviously, it's different circumstances well, because no, it's no, Patrick Mahomes and Dak, don't, right? Don't, don't bring that in. Don't but like that. I said, Dak has so much to learn that I think that there's still a lot to be seen from him. I think the same exact way about Patrick Mahomes. I think Josh Allen, Josh Allen may have a lower ceiling than Patrick Mahomes. Because Patrick Mahomes does have the raw talent. Okay. Right now. Right now. A quarterback that I'm like, this is my this is my baby. This is my perfect man. Like you said, like, like I said, you have him on like Mount Olympus pedestal, basically. Yes. And because I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen a pure passer in my lifetime than Aaron Rodgers. I don't think I've ever seen a guy that can manipulate a defense to the level that that uh, Aaron Rodgers does to where it's like, I, there's nothing we can do. That's funny because you literally said last season that we were watching it happen with Patrick Mahomes. So he has one bad half mm. season and you put him down to three. Mm. I will admit I did say that. I have learned. I have learned. You've learned. I, I also said that Dak was an MVP level type of quarterback. And I don't think that anymore. Look, look, I'm just saying that I think you are – I think you're 100% overreacting on Patrick Mahomes. No. Because, I'm no, just being no, no. honest. I'm just being no. honest. I think there's kink in the armor. Okay. I, I think last year showed that there is a little bit of I, a weakness. I think, I think you're over-exaggerating for the fact that he had a bad – the Chiefs were three and four. Yeah. Right? That's what they were? Okay, three and four. That was the first time – Patrick Mahomes has ever been under 500 since he became since he got in the league. His first season, damn near almost went to the Super Bowl. Well, well okay, well his his, his first, first year starting. His first year starting. Yes, 
His first year starting, damn well, basically all won the Super Bowl. MVP, might I add. Second season, he goes to the Super Bowl and he wins. Mm -hmm. Third season, this is third, right? Yeah, uh, no, this is his fourth. Last year, no, last year was his fourth, right? Well, was it, when was the Super Bowl win 2019? And then the next year it was against the Bucks because it okay, was. Yes. Okay, 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 yes. So third year, back to back Super Bowls, damn near again MVP. Fourth year, you see what I'm saying here? Yes. We were having, we were having conversations that, oh, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. Who's right behind him because he looks just like him? Patrick Mahomes. Uh huh. The stats can't lie. So now you are completely looking away from him. Over a three and four start. No, 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 no. I'm saying that this list, the best quarterbacks, the number one best quarterback in the league is Aaron Rodgers. Being number two doesn't mean you're the worst. I just I'm, gave you an analogy and you agree with my analogy. No, but you're making it seem like I, I'm trying to say that Patrick Mahomes is a horrible quarterback. He's not. You, a, have, you have an unbelievably large discrepancy rate. With Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, the last five minutes we've been arguing. Yes, because even though he's a a two, it's a far distant from one. Okay. Because I think we should slow down a little bit with Patrick Mahomes. I think he'll get to that point where we're like over, over one, three, and four start. No, 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 no. I think over the last two years we've seen that like maybe he's a little reckless with the ball. He's throwing a little bit more, or uh, he's throwing more interceptions. And now that he doesn't have the same weapons that he once did, maybe we start to see, ah, uh, maybe it's like he's got to check himself a little bit. Maybe a little heat check. Because I don't think he's going to make the Super Bowl. I don't think he's going to get far in the playoffs. Or I don't think the Chiefs are going to go far in the playoffs. At this point in time, next year, I will humbly stand corrected if Patrick Mahomes was a, um, what's the what's the term? Uh, a... Uh, I guess a product to his pieces, right? Like may maybe Tyreek Hill was the real reason why Patrick Mahomes is so good, right? Maybe Travis Kelsey is the reason why Patrick Mahomes is so good. If by this point next season, Patrick Mahomes just, that's it. He lost all of his weapons and now he's done. Fine. I will stand humbly correct, right? But for me to have, when, when was the last time any player in NFL history had a start like Patrick Mahomes had? Never. We just talked about him, sir. What Tom Brady. That no, 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 no. That's not the same thing. Tom Brady. He's Tom first... Brady was not doing the things that Patrick Mahomes is doing. And we're just talking about accolades. Yes. Well, even then, like Tom Brady was better, but yeah, like yeah. They, they are not the same quarterback whatsoever. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. But still, as successful a quarterback as he's been, MVP his first full season, Super Bowl winning quarterback super bowl mvp second season back to the super bowl third season but shouldn't we shouldn't we expect more like shouldn't what like shouldn't didn't we talk about like he should have like two or three by now you're telling me that after everything i just stated you want more out of no him. no but i'm saying that wouldn't didn't you expect more in like in more general, super bowl wins like, it would be a dynasty by this point? They're clearly not a dynasty? 
I mean, yeah, but if you're going by that logic, then we should say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not that. Okay, okay, fair, fair, okay, fine. You know, like, definitely Aaron Rodgers should have more Super Bowls. Like, it, it's it's honestly sad that they don't have more Super Bowls in Green Bay. I, I think Aaron Rodgers should probably have, if not the same as Brady. Uh, maybe. Four? four? I'd say, say three four. or four is a good number. Three or four? Brady, Can, Brady, Brady has seven, right? Yes. Okay, okay, fine. Fair enough. That, that, Considering that's the teams that Aaron Rodgers had and, like, that they choked the NFC Championship games, like the the probability of making the NFC Championship and not making the Super Bowl, it's kind of ridiculous, right? He should he should be at the minimum five, five. He should be at the minimum three, then. or at least make right? them, right? Like make yeah. the Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay, that's not the point, though. Okay, okay. Anyway, yes. Go back to the general yes. point. Yes. General point is, is that who is a complete quarterback right now? That is like close to perfect. I think Aaron Rodgers is that. I think Patrick Mahomes still has things to learn, things to improve on that he definitely will. Just it's just not right now. Given same thing with Lamar Jackson. Oh, actually, no, not Lamar Jackson. Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert's a better example. Is that like give him another year or two, a completely different quarterback in the best way possible. I think Patrick Mahomes in two years might be the most dangerous quarterback we've ever seen. Better than Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Whole, right now, wholeheartedly you, believe that. But right now, let's, you are dead set on Rodgers. Let's cool it down a little bit. Let's let's give it another year. Wow. Give me another Super Bowl and I'll be like, all right, Patrick Mahomes is that guy. He's been that guy, but okay. <laughs> been that guy, but okay. Look, look, like I said, I, I think I think me and you are on different standpoints, right? Like, you have Raji's, like, clear-cut, no absolute argument at all for you. And then you have, like, Patty and Josh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, dude, I love the three of them so much. Like I said, I don't mind putting Raji's at number two. I don't mind dropping Josh to number three. I don't. Mm-hmm. I really don't. But for me, I just think... God damn, Mahomes has had one of the best starts ever. Ever. And and who does and, and and I guess I find I'll give it to you like this. I'll give you this one what I'm about to say. Who does he look like? Rajis, right? Yeah. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. But dude. But we've also seen the two two of the best seasons for a quarterback ever in Aaron Rodgers. As far as like the MVP man. level. He's a bad man. I'll He's a bad give man. That. And I think a lot of people would disagree with that because they just hate Aaron Rodgers. Like, they they like to dislike him. Well, hating Aaron Rodgers is like a meme now, right? Like, just because he's been there for so long. I feel like hating Aaron Rodgers and hating Tom Brady is like the same thing, right? Yeah. They've been there for so long. They've had such great success. I all, like, move on. But, I mean, they're consistently proving people wrong, right? So Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. So, yeah. Okay. All right, sir. This was this was a uh, this was very surprising to me. I didn't I did not think you were going to go that direction. But okay, fair, very very standstill on my point there. Call call up Stephen A. Smith. You and him are best friends apparently. I guess. You know he loves you know he loves Rogers. He loves. Him. Oh, sir, like I watch ESPN. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. You are a one thousand percent ESPN hater. I forgot about that. Well, it's, I just don't. Like, who pays attention to that? 
You know, you know what I will say is, uh, I I used to watch First Take religiously just because I loved it when it was like Max and Stephen A going at it like two seasons ago, but uh, yeah, it's not the same anymore. So no. You, you turned me into Lavar Ball for a second. That was fun. That was a fun time. <laughs> so my boy from work, he quoted Lavar. He was like, he said one time, he was like, "There's only two people that that can that beat me. I'm both of them." <laughs> I'll, I'll still never forget when when Lavar and Stephen A went at it. That was fun. That was a good time. Undefeated, never lost. Where's he now? Uh he's he's two for three, right? On Suns. Yes. Because like Leangelo's still like Leangelo well, like I'm, can I'm, barely I'm make a, a roster. Yeah, I'm not gonna call him a bum. That's very disrespectful. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are not in that position, right? But like mm-hmm. compared to Lonzo and Lamelo, I mean, he's obviously well, the weak link. Like it was. It was going to be that Lonzo was going to be the best one. Like, Lonzo was the clear best one. And Isn't I thought he, uh, he was at the beginning part of his career. I, I, he's done better in Chicago, for sure. Oh, okay. He, he's done better. But LaMelo, I thought LaMelo was going to be trash. Yeah. You know, I might have just been, like, looking at it from my perspective. But LaMelo, I thought he was, like, he's goofy. Like, he's stupid. Like, they made it seem like that. I guess it's just the way that the reality show worked. But that dude is nasty like rookie of the year type vibes like that man is good so yeah i guess lavar yeah. worked out in the end i guess so big baller brand and look at the end of the day like yeah he made an ass out of himself but i'm successful at the end of the day what the, what, what the hell does he care about people that don't have the same amount of money he does i right? don't think i've ever seen somebody wear big baller brand shoes I'm, no, never. I've maybe seen like two or three people wear the shirts. Same. Yet same. somehow they're probably billionaires or close to. You know, I think maybe not billionaires, like a hundred millionaire. Yeah, I think if anything, Lavar Ball was the fun, controversial figure of what was it, 20, 2019? something like that, twenty eighteen, maybe earlier. Yeah. Well, he yeah. did say some. Oh, did he? I, I, I didn't know. Yeah, there was that one time he went on the the herd with Colin Coward, and it was when. I, I hate him anyways. So. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But it was like when uh, it wasn't uh, Joy Taylor. It was Christine Leahy who, oh, my God. Uh, she was beautiful. Um, and so she started, like, asking questions or started, like, talking to Lavar, and he's like, stay in your lane. You know, remember oh. that? Yeah. Oh, no. And this wow. was a big I thing, yeah. Like, literally, oh. on the broadcast, he's like, stay in your lane. And she's like, excuse me? And he's like, stay in your lane. Basically oh. saying, they're like, no, nope, this ain't about you. Oh, so he pulled a Cam Newton on her. Yes, I was just thinking about today. Oh, I was like, that's funny you talk about routes. I think this was around the same time, to be honest. I didn't know that. I swear I did not know that. Yeah, it's really awkward. It's really awkward. So he got a lot of, like, judgment after that. That was, like, peak LeVar. Peak LeVar. Was was that, that like, was that, like... Like once that happened, like now, like you know, we don't hear about Lavar anymore. So like that, why is that? Like the descent started. I, I think descent. I think that was when they kind of figured. Like the PR team was like, maybe we'll get rid a little bit of Lavar and just focus on the kids. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Lonzo was barely getting out of UCLA, and there was some controversy there. Not controversy. It was with uh, Lamelo, not Lamelo, Leangelo. God bless. But Lonzo was getting into the league. It was really bad because he didn't know how to shoot. Uh, he played, I did hear that. yeah, it was a, it was a bad time in new Orleans. And so like his dad, like 
stayed low key for a little bit. And then he was like, all right, I want to take my son out of new Orleans. Like we, we don't want him here. And so they traded him. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Well, two out of three is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, it worked out. All right, yeah. sir. Well, that will do it for this episode of the bubble. Let's sports podcast. What a, what a, what a good one. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to rank uh, wide receivers. Huh? Ooh, next one. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is, I could definitely do top 10. Man, I'll tell I'll, you know what I'm just saying right now. My number one, uh, Kenny Galladay. I'm definitely looking at the Madden overalls and just basing it off of that. Oh yeah, that's a good. You know what? Easy. I man's never gotten it wrong, right? Never. never. I seriously don't think uh, Madden's a, has ever gotten a, a ninety through ninety five wrong, right? It's a perfect game. Perfect. 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 Well, thank you so much for listening and for watching. If you've gotten to this point. God help you because uh, you like to listen. But uh, anywhere you get this podcast from, wherever you're listening or watching, make sure to follow the podcast. That'll help out a lot. Uh, check out my TikTok. I pretty much post on TikTok every day. And uh, support me on all social media. So thank you again. And we'll see you next time on the Bubble Let Sports Podcast.